0: Another pleasure of being with Nancy Ersin. Nancy, hello. Hi. You are the curator of this wonderful exhibition, uh, Modigliani, that's happening at Tate. First of all, it's a major retrospective. We're expecting about 100 works. Can you tell us what is the point of this exhibition now? To do this exhibition at this
1: moment in time feels incredibly relevant. Really, our show is a celebration of a young artist coming to a city and really inventing himself. You know, that's an experience that so many of us can relate to.
0: London is a very international city, can you tell us in regards to that today how international was Modigliani at the time, being Italian, living in France for example? Paris at the turn of the 20th
1: century really was the most exciting city if you had any kind of artistic inclination. You had a wonderful legacy of artists, uh, the Impressionists, Toulouse-Lautrec, you had lots of places to show your work. So you had state-sponsored exhibitions, you had independent exhibitions, you had different kinds of studios you could work in. And so it was a real magnet for those early 20th century artists. And they came from all over Europe. They even came from, from Latin America, from Mexico. So Modigliani would have met so many different people when he arrived in
0: Paris in 1906. He was trained and raised in Italy with a very classical, what we would call a Renaissance classical background. How did meeting these people influence his practice?
1: Well, again, I think this is something lots of us can relate to, If you are in your 20s and you meet lots of different people, it changes the way you think about things. And we see this with Modigliani. He met poets, he met writers, he met other kinds of artists. And we see a lot of experimentation in his work. Uh, Different kinds of painting, different ways of, of handling stone. So the show is a really a great chance to see that variation.
0: When we look at Modigliani today, we know the image, it is so iconic. We know exactly what we're talking about just by evoking the name. But going back in time, how much of a pioneer was he? I mean, you said he was influenced by his peers, but he also created a new way of showing portraiture. Can you tell us about that?
1: Absolutely. As you mentioned, Modigliani had an Italian background. He had a very particular kind of training. He also had his own different stories. He was a Jewish artist. And so that part of his heritage also comes into play. But, if you like, what comes through is really a sense of creating a new language. And I think that's what makes him so special. It's a different way of looking at things. So we recognise his paintings, these wonderfully elongated figures. Sometimes the eyes are blanked out. Sometimes the colours are quite subtle. That language comes from a variety of different places. So, in some ways, Modigliani crossed the old and the new He had a very classical training and he had that wonderful Italian background but at the same time he was exposed to radical culture in France and his own inventiveness, what made him a pioneer in his own right, was that special mixture of languages.
0: There's something that is less known about him, is the influence of the film industry. A lot of the people in the portrait, the sitters, were actors, and meeting them for hours and hours, it was influenced by their world. How do you think the film industry can inform on what we're looking at today? We're working with a fantastic assistant curator
1: on the show, a lady called Emma Lewis, and she's done some wonderful research into the world of cinema in Paris at this moment. And it's extraordinary. There are new cinemas opening all the time, and as you say, Modigliani hangs out with people who are in that industry and I think it informs his work in different ways. Some of it is the glamour, that wonderful sort of stylization, the heavy makeup, the the sense of composition that comes out of the cinema. And then in other ways it's also a sense of the rapidity of images, you know, how fast life is, the pace of things. I think the the pace of Modigliani's art, the, the experimentation, is also in some more abstract ways influenced by the cinema.
0: Last question, I wanted to talk about women, because obviously it's a very um, current topic. Back in the days, also, Modigliani was working with a lot of women. What was his relationship with them? There's been a lot of myth written about it. What can we say with today's lens about what happened then? Well, we know that
1: Modigliani was beautiful, and we know that he knew a great deal of women. We don't want to deny that he had lots of lovers uh, and that, you know, he was that kind of character, But what we also want to focus on is that these women were important in their own right. Sometimes they were writers, sometimes they were artists. And also, what it meant to be a woman in the early 20th century was changing. It wasn't that you were simply working at home. You had now the opportunity to work uh, in a factory, for instance, because of the First World War. Jobs that had traditionally been taken on by men were now taken on by women. And with that came financial independence, The chance to dress in a different way. So Modigliani's women might still be nudes, but they are modern nudes.
0: In conclusion, the job, the point of Tate is to help the public look at early 20th century artwork and today's perspective. So defining the exhibition, I know that might be hard, with that lens, what would you say the Modigliani exhibition will bring to the audience today? The Modigliani show will make us think about our own experiences differently,
1: and realize that life 100 years ago was not so different from life now. At the same time, just such fantastic artwork. It really is an amazing opportunity to see some of the best art of the early 20th century.
0: It sounds like such a treat. Thank you so much, Nancy Earson.